Hey guys, thanks for watching Ike Live. It's brought to you by Mystery Tackle Box. Please check them out. They've got a great product. Go to mysterytacklebox.com. If you use the coupon code Ike Live, you get 50% off Sweet. your first pro box. That's $12.50 <laughs> for a almost $50 value of baits in this box. Folks at home, folks at home, welcome back to Ike Live. I hope you're having a wonderful Thursday. I know we are. Uh, man, we've had a lot of fun today. We've got three very special in-studio guests. Pete Lusick. Yo. We have the triple threat from the the Chicago, greater Chicago area and uh, North Country with uh, with Pat, Chris, and Seth tonight on the couch. It's awesome. Yeah. It's great. It's great fun. I love it. I love it. I want to remind everybody two things real quick. Uh, first, your feedback is critical to the show. Please hit us up on the IM right it's, there next to your screen. It's critical. Also, hit us up on our social feeds at Ike Live Show, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And we've got a little side contest going on tonight, Pete. And uh, we're going to be giving away some amazing stuff from Mr. Fighter himself, which is Biospawn products. I think 10 bags of Biospawn plus a T-shirt. And all you have to do is head on over to the Ike Live Facebook page, like it, and share it. If you do that, you're entered in this contest to win this stuff. Seth, yeah. tell me a little bit about what, yeah. what are they going to win. I'll show you some of the baits you're going to win. They make a, a few more baits than I brought, but uh, these are my probably four favorites they make. Uh, first one's Vile Craw. Awesome, awesome swim jig trailer. Or anytime you're flipping, the water's a little warmer. Got a ton of action on them. I, I love this thing on the back of a swim jig. Got big flappers on it, kind of flat on it too so it makes your jig skip really really well good flipping bait you can flip it by itself um they got the brand new exo swims it's a four inch paddle tail swim bait all the baits they make are a little bit different this one's got big ribs on it i really like that in the bait and they actually have a 3.25 and a 4.75 coming out soon this summer um this here is my favorite bait on malax it's uh their exo stick in uh, my signature series, Color Fighter Shad. It's a five-inch stick worm. I usually rip them down and fish them uh, a little bit smaller for small mouse. Pinch it down a little bit. Wacky rig that on a drop shot. Look awesome that. bait fish color oh, that fighter Jersey shad. Man. Wow. Yeah. And anytime clear water and fish are eating <clears throat> try that various uh, minnows and stuff. <laughs> great bait. What do you think, Chris? <laughs> Garlicky and... I don't even little know <laughs> some yeah, carcinogens. And then uh, we got a, a regular beaver style bait. Um, you know, it's got a little less action than the vile craw. Good pitching bait, good jig trailer. Um, you know, a little less action. I like it more in the you know early spring or fall, colder weather months when you you know you don't want as much uh, flapping action on your trailers or flipping baits. But that's a handful of the baits you'll get in the package. Um, you know, they make a few other baits you'll get as well too. But uh, um, it's on the Facebook page, correct? Share, like, yes. comment, whatever you got to do. Yes. Get in there. Ten free packs of baits and a free T-shirt uh, from BioSpawn. Awesome. Wow. Good deal there. All right. I love it. Yeah, I'm, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sharing and liking right Look at that. Ah, look at that. Trying to win. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's, it's interesting. Dust off that thing. Let's see if that works. I think, I think it's serious because, Seth, when you were breaking that deal, that, that little stick oh, thing, yeah, you were breaking it up. Thing. I saw... Pete's face lighting up. I'm serious. I was watching yeah. him. Dude, that little, looks good. It did look good. Yeah. I rub him like this. Get a little crush, salt out of him. Crush the salt up. Oh, check it out. Look at that dude. now. Check oh. it out. Wow, dude. Now, are these some of the tips that, you're going to be giving away? Oh, yeah. yeah. Wacky rig on my drop shot. Ooh, number man. six VMC Nico hook. And so just, now they've got one missing, right? Done. That they're getting? Say what? They're missing one now. They'll get their full bag. Okay, okay. They'll get their full bag. That's actually kind of cool because when you when you do that, it it actually changes the color of it too. Yeah, a it bit. almost it brings... makes it a little two tone too because the way they when they yeah. pour salt infused baits, you know, more salt tends to be on one side of it than the other. So when you crunch up that salt, it really kind of makes it, you know, the belly of it more translucent, and then the back, you know, kind of a little more yeah. solid, but still real, real natural. Dude, when you break it down like that, Pete, we mentioned it, and we ha we probably have some old school old heads listening and watching right now. It looks a lot like a bait. Pat, you're a, you're a bait fanatic, so you may even know this. Do you guys remember a bait called the Jersey Rig? Who remembers the Jersey Rig? I know Nobody. it from you guys. Okay. Yeah. 
So, Pete, lay, lay, lay down a law a little bit for everybody that thinks the Yamamoto Senko was the first big wacky rig bait. And everybody that thinks uh, Neko or Nico or how's Ayler say it? Uh, Neko. Neko. For everybody that thinks that that shit started in Japan or on the West Coast, bullshit. Pete, lay the law down on the Jersey rig. Man, the dude, what's his name? Do you remember his name? No, I don't remember his name. Oh, I'm about to say it. I can't remember. But 25 years ago, maybe maybe more, fishing a BFL. And um, he was, I uh, believe, on the Potomac River. And he was fishing as a co-angler. And, um, and he just started cutting down a worm to get to about that exact size. Yeah, maybe a hair, maybe even a hair smaller. Yeah. Yep. They, were tr- they were looking for some finesse opportunity. Yeah. And, and where they were fishing around the spawn. And he cut one down about that size, just a regular plastic worm, like up by a front of the egg sack, you know, like the worm had a, you know, tail of some sort, cut yeah. it off. And he just threw that out there and just, and, and it kind of suspended, like it wasn't like a Senko that sank real fast. Yeah. It sank real slow. And just, we crushed fish during yeah. the spawn on a Jersey rig. And Jersey it, rig. It was, no, it was just a straight, you know, very, it was the same. There was no tail. Just like that. Straight little worm. You got some of those, don't you, Brian? Straight little worm. The the, the dude started that. marketing them as, you know, put them to market as the jersey rig. Yeah. And and guys started putting a little nail on the one side. They were wacky rigging it. I saw guys offsetting it like a Nico rig back yeah. then. They'd use a little the, – the hook technology sucked back then. So they were using, like, little gold Aberdeen hooks. Oh, jeez. I remember. <laughs> you know, there was no, like, VMC Nico yeah. hook or any of that crap. But, dude, that was – legitimately late 80s mid mid yep. to late for sure late 80s because mm-hmm. i remember seeing it we were still in high school and i remember seeing it dave brodzik no I, I i gotta disagree a little bit when oh. brian and i first met you this would have been in sixth grade so it would have been like 84 84 you would throw those fluorescent Crim. oh yeah throw those fluorescent yeah. worms and you were weighting them down wagging. yes and what was that even i thought that's what the jersey rig was no uh, jersey rig was a smaller version but that but that's you know similar Similar, and I I actually uh, learned that from Bassmaster magazine. The, the you know bright colored worms, methylate and all that shit. Oh, yeah. yeah, color yeah. selector colors. We oh, were using worm. creme worms, yep. but same thing. A little gold Aberdeen hook in the middle, and literally a regular nail. Remember back then, they didn't even have insert weights, right. yeah. so you just get like you'd get whatever nail John that's laying around the house. <laughs> didn't matter. And we caught a ton like that in the in the early eighties, eighty three, eighty four. Well, and then the Senko came out. Yeah, and the the Jersey rig just disappeared just because yeah. people wanted to buy something called a Senko, and nobody wants to buy anything with New Jersey right. on the package. Right, that's a fact. It's the armpit of America. It's the armpit of America. Why would you want to buy anything from Jersey? But by the way, all three of these guys flew in on empty planes this morning. That's true. I have pictures to prove it. That's true. Nobody, nobody from the Chicago area is flying to Philadelphia right now. Apparently not. Or Minnesota. Yeah. Or Minnesota. Yeah. Or Minnesota. Right. Do you, Mike, Mike, do you remember yeah. what Fat Cat's dad said about New Jersey? No. The best thing to ever come out of New Jersey was an empty bus. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Man. That's hardcore. Uh, I, I do have to have to say this. So in the break, Pete, I was looking at the comments from this, this picture mm-hmm. on Instagram. So, so many amazing comments. I think people really like this. This might have to become a, a normal post now. It's got over 5,000 uh, views on this already. But uh, a brand, just some of the highlights. Uh, Brandon Polinick said, getting weird. So I don't know about that. But then we had another good comment come in from Jesse. Uh, Jesse said, Seth Fighter has the best mustache in the business. Minus maybe Shaw Grigsby was the comment. So it's a good one. I have to agree with that. I, I think Shaw's got me. Brian Carpenter, you're a big Shaw fan. I, I would put him neck to neck. Uh, Seth and Shaw. I'm gonna give him the nod. <laughs> you're you're gonna give for him the years, Shaw. But, yeah, but I mean, pretty soon. I mean, I mean a few a years he'll retire, and uh, yeah, you know, over. I'll take over yeah. his role and do yeah. my part to mm-hmm. you know keep the tradition rolling. And Dude, you, know, you are kind try, of a- trying to make Shaw proud after he's you know done fishing. You, Shaw's rugged but squeaky clean. You know, he's like. A, He's like he's kind of he's, he's kind of rugged. That that mustache is rugged. Yeah. And, but he's also very Ned Flanders. You know? Right. Right. Yeah. He could fix a car and a, a television. 
That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> now, I, no- I notice uh, Shaw's kind of has like a lot of horizontal components to it. I noticed this because <laughs> I studied Brian's. Uh, <laughs> horizontal <laughs> component. It like comes right out at you, man. Yeah. You know, there's, there's a lot of, <laughs> lot of, <laughs> lot of <laughs> it's a scrubbing bubble thing. You know the scrubbing bubbles? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah it looks like that. So Mike, you and Pete would know this. Like you've you've watched some footage of Fighter before. You oh, yeah. competed against. Yeah. Him. He reminds me, and tell me if I'm wrong about this. A young Denny Brower. Or a Hank Parker. Yeah. In his stance. Yeah. Especially uh-huh. your idol, Denny Brown. Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah. you totally remind me. You watch the him stance. on a, on I'd the agree stance, with that. a flipping bite, the way he's looking, looking yeah. down the rod, the way he's yeah. Dude, it's Brower. I'd agree oh, with that. I, I, I hope that's true. Dude, it it's, could be Brower. Like, I grew up, that was my... Uh, absolute idol. It's like like I went out footage. and brought pro yeah. model jigs. Yeah. Went to Tonka and started flipping and doing all that stuff. Like, Denny was like my hero. That's I can awesome. see it. I can Absolutely. also see the Hank Parker, though, too. Right. It's the stance. I could see it. Brian, give me a close up of Seth on the couch if you can. Oh. That's his <laughs> No, not, not that his one. belly. <laughs> I, I kind of like the. the they have the, his belly. All right, down. Seth, look, look at that, that camera right over there by that uh, little ball sack thing that's hanging right there. Look at that camera right there. I want you to look at that camera and, and real slow, in the slowest voice you can say, I want you to say, I want you to look at that camera and with the slowest most southern voice possible. Oh, I, I want you to so say. You I want you it. to say, on fire, babe. On fire, babe. On fire, babe. On fire, babe. Wow! Wow! Fire is that first day? Hank Come Parker. On. First wow. day. Dude, that is Parker. Hank Parker, dude. <laughs> I thought Hank was here. I mean, Hank. I thought Hank's. Uh, he's right there. Yeah. Oh my Go God. get Brian's pistol grip rod out of the garage. Oh, we're playing with that today. Boron. Five foot six inch. That shit's boron, bro. It ain't even graphite. It's, it's awesome. boron. That's why I was, I was catching one that rod today, that four foot rod. That's that's what you out hit that, us. Right? That's the rod that killed us. Yeah. Well, you need that for boron. the perch. Four pound test. They had fish in their life. Well, you know that, right? <laughs> they might. I, they did. I, I, we should make them take yeah. a polygraph. We're going to watch the footage back, Mike. Yeah. We, we need to. We need to use the yeah. same polygraph that Bash uses. The, the rusty one. The rusty chains. Dude, it's funny. You I, I think we should have a stormtrooper yeah. do you guys, you Maybe. Guys, yeah. You guys oh. were ahead He's, of us He all don't take day. no... And, and we heard nothing but good times and laughter coming from that boat all down the lake. All this laughter. I'm like, man, they're really enjoying themselves. I was yeah. happy that you guys were so happy. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, 15 minutes left. It got quiet. Yeah. Oh, it was it a up. dagger. It was bullshit. And yeah. take the lead. But, and yes. got quiet. But, but not all because of that. Also because of our body temperature. Core temperature. Yeah. It got cold. It got cold. cold. I'm going to admit, you guys are pros, and I'm not even a pro, so you guys kind of let me down on my team. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> oh, I, I let myself <laughs> down. <laughs> All right. Now, I want, I want to get back to the stash and also uh, – uh, uh, Yeah, back to the stash. And, and, Chris, I do want to ask you about your facial hair a little bit too. And, <laughs> uh, you, you know, branding is very important in the sport, right, is, is creating a brand – you know, you, you have something that people can latch on to. Is this something that we're going to see for the rest of your career, Seth and Chris? Uh, Seth with the beautiful mustache, nice flowing locks. Chris, beautiful flowing locks, beautifully maimed and, and, and groomed goatee and mustache. I, I think so with the exception of me getting on like a two to three year streak of just absolutely not catching a bass anywhere I go. Right. You have to change I mean if I if I still stay consistent and have good success, yeah. Like I will have a mustache and a mullet until I die. Right. I I think you but, should. I like it. So it's like a good, I have to. Like I mean, if I shaved them both, you probably won't even know who I was. Right. <laughs> like, who's the fourteen-year-old dude in fighter's boat? Why like, he got a someone's stealing fighter's boat. People are gonna start calling you Eric the intern. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can't. I can't. I can't. I don't have the quaff. <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? Though? They are the quaff. The quaff. Yeah. Uh, Chris, is it, we're going to see this forever? Are you going to change? What, what is your uh, strategy? I mean, there'll be two things. I mean, if it gets really, really gray, I'm, I may cut my hair. Yeah. Oh, no. Yes. Over Street and Kenny Rogers. Oh, but, I mean, yes. I don't see that yes. happening. My grandpa died with a full head of, you know, of brown hair. But yeah. I, I'm going to tell you one thing. I'm going to do the, like, if it gets successful. Yeah. Like, if I, if, if I 
Stay Blind with it. Squirrel finds a nut. I'm yeah. gonna just let it just go. Oh, I love it. But I yeah. want to be burly though. I love it. Like literally, where my nieces don't want to sit on my. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just creepy. Absolutely. <laughs> I want it. That yeah. Way. I, I like, like it. a Munson. I like it. Now, sort of. Munson. Yeah. yeah. I believe yeah. there is Pete, and and, and I, I say this because I had it at one time. It's it's gone. I'll never do it. I can never do it again. I believe there's power in hair. Pat, you want to talk a little bit about that? I, Dude, I there's haven't got power a there. In like six years. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. There's power there, right? I, d- I couldn't. I don't. Here's here's what happened. Fat chicks too. What's that? Fat chicks? Yeah, they like the hair. The hair yeah, that's a definite plus. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> no. So the story with me is I've I've since I was a kid, I've loved the Mighty Thor comic books. Yes. So that's that's really why I grew my hair long, and people think that. Oh, I played in bands all my life. I did that, too. But it was really because of Thor. But the, the icing on the cake is I went to a very strict Catholic high school, and they forced me to get my hair cut. Wow. So uh, as... Those bastards. Yeah, I mean, I would take gel and scrunch it up. If it was over <laughs> my collar, they cut it. Wow. Yeah, they couldn't get away with that shit now. You yeah, those bastards. But um, so I, after I got out of college... That's it. I Let mean, it grow. High school, boom. Yeah. 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 I like it. Yeah. I like it. It's, it's power. Power and hair, Pete. Yeah. What do you think well, about that? Well, you know, I think everybody's got, like, good luck charm, and, and I, I like it. Like, you have worn the same underwear for 10 years. I have. You know? I have. And Seth's not cutting his hair. Yeah. Neither are you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I doubt that. Yeah. Neither is Chris. You guys are just going to keep rocking it. Rocking. Well, rocking. That's awesome. Rock it to the end. Rock it to the end. Seth, I want to talk to you a little bit. Um, things have changed since the last time you were on this couch. Uh, you're... I feel like your career is more solidified. You've had an amazing season, um, but but family life changed a little oh, bit. Yeah. Talk a little bit about that. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm stoked for you, man. Had a baby girl. Yes. Oh, God. Yes. Woo. Turned nine months yesterday. Yes. And, uh, yeah, that's definitely changed life for sure. It's uh, puts things into perspective a little different for sure. Yeah. yeah. Priorities and what's really important. Yeah. Now, now, baby's baby's still young. How old is she now? Nine months. Nine months. Okay. Uh, have you have you thought about how that's going to impact your tournament fishing? Have you talked about traveling with the family? Are they going to come out to events? Uh, going to keep it separated? Guys have different strategies on it. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know about the whole full time thing. Maybe when the kids are older, like um, you know, five six plus years old, yeah. maybe do more of it. Uh, as far as this year, just the classics. The only one, my wife and kid are coming out yep. too and that's about it i kind of i mean it's just it's just hard with a baby it's um you know to have them there at the tournaments and stuff like that it might be a little older when, or easier when they get older but yeah. uh, you know as far as the regular season goes i'm just gonna yeah chill with chris and try to focus a little more on it well you know pete that baby pattern is really really strong you've seen guys <laughs> ride that you know before their, guys, their baby's yeah. born during the birth, after the year after, dude, any any expectations on this baby pattern giving you some rhythm? I mean, I hope it does. Yes. I, I don't know. It, it worked good. I think that my best tournament all year last year was the first one after she was born. So. Wow. How about that? That's awesome. Yeah. It's yeah. real awesome. What tournament was that? That was uh, Grand Lake. Grand Lake. Yeah. You had a great tournament there. Had a really good tournament. Yeah. I saw a little uh, tube. Was it a little tube action involved? Yeah, flipping and, a tube. Flipping a tube. Yeah. yeah. Now... Pete, I don't know if you remember, but the last time Seth was on, I don't remember if it was this one or if it was BU Live. Seth, you gave away a little Zona trick, and there was some animosity. Oh, oh yeah. That, uh, Brian Carpenter, I don't know if you remember a little little. You remember? I remember yeah. some. I I had some text the next day from Z, yep. and yeah. there was some. There he was kind of mad, and I don't know. You want to talk a little bit about that? I remember we can basically. <laughs> He uh, shared a top secret secret with me that I didn't know was top secret secret until after the, the Bass U video. Um, yeah, apparently he was a little upset with me. Wow. I, I make Z mad a lot, actually. I don't, I don't now, know. There's more to that story. Is there more to that story? Yeah, before we go on. Um, Z was mad. Oh, yeah, yeah. So when he filmed on the water with Bass U. Oh. Just recently, Ooh. he gave away a top secret Seth Fighter. Ah! Oh, <laughs> you did. Do you want to talk That's about fair. it right now, or do you want fair to? Play. Play? No, nothing I could do about no, it. No, I don't. You no, gotta go I, watch it. We haven't released it yet. 
Oh. I don't think we've released it yet. Yeah. So it's coming. Oh, I'll just, yeah. I'll so, give you, I, we won't go into it, but I will give you, if you're watching right now, we want you to go to Bash University. We want you to subscribe over there. But I will give you two words because I know what it is. I'll just give you two words. <laughs> Ringed hook. Ah, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> what, what? Well, here's the deal. You're going to the Bash University now. See, now you got him. He got you. You got to go back. Yeah, going. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Come on. That's a that's a bridge I want to keep open. You know, I don't want to. <laughs> I, I don't want. I don't want to burn that. You want to wake up with a horse head? Yeah, in your head. He's, he's got good tricks, man. He, I'm trying to. I don't want to burn that bridge again. So, what What else yeah. should do to piss him off? Uh, maybe. Spoke a little too soon after the Bears lost. Yeah, that was cool, dude. It was like, oh, three, it was like seconds. yeah, three seconds after the ball went boop. Oh boop, boop. no, you didn't. I started texting about the Bears, and I was actually rooting for the Bears. I just, you know, was simply pointing out that if they would have let the Vikings win the week before, <laughs> then they, they could have had an easy win, and right. the Eagles wouldn't have been in the playoffs. Yep. And, uh, it was just too soon, you know. Karma. <laughs> Karma. Too Karma. Wow. Shout out to the Eagles. Shout out to the Eagles. E-A-G-L-E-S Eagles. Now, You're the, welcome. <laughs> now, you. when you filmed Thank with you, Zona, did the hair shaving incident have anything to do with any of that, or what was I that care. all about? Oh, uh, no. I think we're okay. Oh, he was so. over it by the Okay. He rages hard, but he gets over it. He gets that. over it. <laughs> what was yeah. he raging about? The 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 the, oh, the oh, thing oh, that you got to go to bath you and watch. I know that. I thought I thought he was raging about your hair getting shaved. I, I thought oh. I missed. Oh, it. No, no, that was, a, that was just a fun deal. Yeah, I wanted a little trim, and uh, you know, he gave me a lot of trim. He I did. was nervous for you, dude. Ooh. I was nervous. Oh, I couldn't wow. even fish that day. I don't know if anybody oh, watched geez. Bass Live, but <laughs> I wasn't catching as many fish as I should have been. Cause, like, it was close, dude. I mean, yeah. you know, like the back of my head, I'm just like, yeah. You're he attached? Keeps, he keeps telling me he went to beauty school for a year, <laughs> that I have nothing to worry about. And the more he tells me that I have nothing to worry about, the more I'm realizing I have a lot to worry oh, about. Oh, man. You know what I mean? But, uh, I mean, we made the awesome TV. Yeah, it all worked out. Hair grows back. Sweet, sweet. Yep. It, it grows back. It was good TV. <laughs> uh, now, I, I want to know, throw a little bit of uh, trivia at you, Chris. Um, you guys are traveling together next year. Any idea what food you're going to see Seth bring back, like, every other night, either to the Airbnb or the hotel, wherever you guys are staying at? Any idea what you're in store for? I, I, we have very same tastes. Okay. So, I mean, definitely. I mean, we're going to do a lot of cooking, but, you know, Mexican's going to be definitely one of the fortes. Okay. Um. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to attain to him. I'm gonna we're gonna save a little money. I'm gonna do some cooking, man. You wow! Know? Like you know, we're gonna eat some deer, make yeah. some wow. breaded pork tenderloin sandwiches as big as your head. So, but here's what, here, <laughs> here's the question I need to know: Where does the McDonald's McRib? Yeah, oh, yeah, but that's seasonal, this? seasonal. Now when that that's happens. Hard. They're just so sporadic. They're like <laughs> right, schooling you spots on the <laughs> Like You don't just say, I'm going to like eat a McRib. Like, you're just driving down the highway, and all of a sudden you see that, you know how they got the little sign under the arch? <laughs> we have McRib, and it's just. <laughs> oh, my God. You turn. You're right. He has wow. taught me a lot about McDonald's, though. Like, I mean, you can't plan McRibs. But, but like McDonald's, period. Like the whole fry thing. Oh yeah. You are a scientist. Tell us that one, dude. Yeah. The French fries. It, yeah, it's just Listen. like the first batch of French fries in the morning is not good. It tastes like hash browns. You know what I mean? It, right. The yeah. grease isn't right. They haven't just they haven't burnt enough stuff in there yet. The salt <laughs> content isn't right. Right. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, early fries, steak. Early oh, yeah. fries. Oh, early garbage. Yeah. I want the last fries out of that thing. Late. Night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, late night yeah. fries, Pete. Makes, makes yeah. good sense. It does make good Flavored sense. A bit of character. Man. Flavored grease. Wow. Yeah. Now, what, the McRib, that's a great analogy. Like, yeah. McRib is like schooling <laughs> spots. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Why, why don't they offer that 24-7? Because they couldn't. Uh, they couldn't. I don't know if it would oh be as God. cherished if it if it was. You know what I mean? <laughs> like if you caught a bass on every cast, would it yeah. would you true. be that excited to That's throw true. out there? You That's true. I mean? Give, you but give you a little, then take it away. Yeah, here's what I want to know, Dave Project. Let me see if you can answer this for me. What actually is a McRib? Is it a, is it an actual riblet or what? <laughs> no, it, it, it's ground pork meat pressed in the shape of, of rib. ribs. Yeah. Sea sponge. It's ground pork meat. Yeah. 
Oh, and they just put there's no they bone press involved. They in fill it with air or something. It makes it look like it's got rib bones in it. Uh. Yeah, they cover it in barbecue sauce, put a uh, raw onion and pickle on it on a nice roll. It's a pretty good sandwich. Wow. A little bit messy. <laughs> no messier than a cheesesteak. Wow. McRib. It, it always just scared me because I I knew that's what it was. Yeah. Like it was just a you know hodgepodge of meat burger, pressed. Essentially. I know, but I've never tried them. We we'll have to try it now. Coming from the guy yeah. that eats scrapple. They're delightful yeah. for breakfast. <laughs> I'm going fishing for school and spots tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's back. It's not back though. It's not on the menu right now. Uh, they're, they're, it's not a set Seasonal. date time. Like they just move around. Like there's really? a little truck full of McRibs and they just like jump in. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Load up a restaurant. Like, you know. Go. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. Dave, Who what do you got? Who knew? You got some stuff coming through, Dave. Actually, I, I like this question from uh, from Jerry from New Hampshire. And this is for Ike and all of the pros. <laughs> and listen, is there a lot of secret tricks that are not shared with other pros and fans? So do you guys have your own things that you've just never talked about before? There was an, until Seth shared Z <laughs> <laughs> on Bastard TV. That's, that's actually a real good question. I, I'd like to hear everybody's opinion on it. And m- my general comment on that is in today's age, because of what's changed from the standpoint of how you get information, I think there are a lot less of those secrets. I think, dude, when I when I got started in the early '90s, dude, those guys held shit, dude, close, dude. Oh, yeah. They wouldn't they wouldn't do a Bassmaster yeah. University. They wouldn't talk about it in the mags. They held it close. But I think now, I think people let stuff go a little bit more. I mean, that that's my opinion. Pete, you still have something. I still remember. I'm gonna put him on the spot. Uh-oh. We had Justin Lucas on. We had him on Skype on this show, and he talked about drawing you in a Lake Champlain tournament. And Justin Lucas said, Pete, yeah, you had that magic red bait. You want to talk about that? And you wouldn't even talk about it on Lake Live. Yeah, I don't, I don't, so, I don't remember that. See? <laughs> so there are still guys holding shit. What is it, Pete? I'd like to know about Come it. Come on. Well, you know, <laughs> it's red. It's and, red. And it sometimes gets bites. Now, I honestly, I sometimes get Flat out honest, I don't remember what what it was that day. What? I, I, I honestly, I honestly Lied. don't. God, is he good? Golly. Just say you don't want to tell us, Pete. Just say you don't want to tell us. I would. Just say you don't want to tell us. You don't have to I, lie about I it. I would. I would tell you that. But I honestly don't <laughs> don't remember that because all I remember from that day is him kicking the tar out of me out of the back of the boat. That's, that's the part that I remember of my day with Justin Lucas. So it made you black out. Yeah, I, <laughs> I'm like, dude, dude, I was grabbing shit out of my tackle box. I'm like, I gotta catch something, man. You just yeah. kill me. I don't. I probably grab something red. Yeah, but no, I know. I you know, I don't. I don't know. I I share like when at seminars at Bass University. I, I share. I like to. I like to help people uh, become better anglers. But I think the thing that has really infiltrated the secrets is all this live coverage. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. You got you got bass yeah, heads. Taping, they're scanning, man. They're blowing stuff up oh, on the yeah. internet. Anything that you put out there that has a fish catch associated with it. Oh yeah. They're like, Whoop. they've got the blade Zoom. combination, the skirt oh, yeah. colors, how many flex are in that skirt. <laughs> I mean, they know it all. So it, it's really hard to keep those baits under wraps today. Yeah. Super hard. Do you guys have baits even now? And you don't have to talk about them. Do you have techniques that you have that you use that you don't ever talk about? You keep real quiet, Chris. I mean, I have a bait, but I mean, he has some of them. I mean, right. I give them to him. Right. But that's, I mean, it's no secret. I mean, right. But it's, it's pulled me out of the ditch before. Yeah. Seth? Uh, I wouldn't say any secret baits. More so like little scenarios, of, like local stuff yeah. around the house. Like, yeah. This little weather thing happens and like, right. Everybody's doing this, but like, they get on this thing, you can win a tournament really good. Right. Kind of deal. Like, yeah. More so that kind of stuff I, than yeah. I think and my bait selections are like really basic, man. I don't try to overthink it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, Lake 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 Chatug, the AOY Championship, I think was a good example that there are still secrets kept. I really do think so. I can tell you two of them, and I got to watch one live on the water, and I got to watch one later uh, on TV. Are good example are a pencil popper and an old redfin style wake bait. Mm-hmm. The pencil popper, dude, everybody knew going into that tournament a pencil popper was going to play for those schooling spot bass. Everyone knew. 
you look down everybody's rod, everyone have a, a chrome or a bone pencil popper tied on. But what's interesting is how they were fishing it. Dude, I swear to you, I threw it in the tournament, had no clue, I couldn't get a bite on it, and on the last day, I saw Justin Lucas about a quarter mile away throwing a giant pencil popper, and I watched him make this super long cast and reel that motherfucker straight back in. Never walked it. Dude, never popped it. Pencil popper, you're supposed to walk, you're supposed to pop, make it spit. He'd cast it out there and burn it straight back across the top. Burning it. Burning it back straight across the top. That thing, the the red fin, the red fin style wake bait, the guys that were catching on that, that sort of was talked about and then went away. And, you know, so those things exist, dude. Yeah. Those things exist, though. I think they come around. Like, you know, people get on a bite that hasn't been publicized for a while, and they keep it, try to keep it as hush-hush yeah. as, long as, as long as they can. But I, I got to tell you, the, the one of the biggest mistakes that I see guys make is getting too wrapped up in that bait. Right. You know, the bait itself. The bait. It, it, it doesn't matter as much. The color, the action, the this, that. It's more about what Seth's talking about. It's like the if the you know we got a warm front condition, the bass are going to do this, and you could probably catch them a, mul- a multitude of ways in most situations. Yeah. If you, that's the concentrate. What are yeah. the, what are the fish doing? Yeah. Right. And the bait to me is a secondary tool. Yeah. I think a lot of guys get it reversed. It's a good thought. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Fish are most important. Over bait. Most important. Yeah. Bait's key, but Dave, fish are most important. That was a great question. Let's have him let's have him put his info through. What was his name? That was a great question. We, you're gonna win a prize pack. Ike Live prize Dave pack. Dave said what's question. the question? No idea. <laughs> <laughs> no I didn't. No I didn't. Uh <laughs> nah, I do wanna uh, Jerry from New Hampshire. Jerry from New Hampshire. Jerry uh from New Hampshire. Uh, send your information through. We won't put it up, and uh, we're going to send you a prize pack. Guys, I do want to talk. Um, I do want to talk a little more about the the BASS MLF thing. Got to talk about it, right? It's been probably in the last six months, Pete. It's been the biggest topic uh, in the history of bass. In fishing. the history of bass yep. fishing, maybe. Uh, and and I, I do want to talk a little bit about it. Um, both you guys have elected to fish bass, which I think is awesome. Uh, a lot of guys moved to MLF. We saw a few move to FLW, and a few FLW moved to Bath. There's so much movement. It, it, it was a weird, what was that, maybe a four- to eight-week span where we saw a lot of weird stuff happen. Start with you, Chris. Where, When all this was going on, where, where where was your mind at? Were you letting this affect your mind? I mean, where, where were you thinking when well, all I, this was happening? I, I, being, being a rookie last year and, and not having the best performance, I didn't have much of a choice. Yeah. You know? Um, but it was kind of, I mean, I was at a, I was at a, a Boo Garcia Berkeley Summit yeah. for the middle of the chaos. And it, yeah. I've never seen so many people on their cell phones spinning around, talking like Crazy. little girls. You know, I mean, it was. It was nutty. I just kept my composure, and you know, I I, I knew where I was going to be at, and it is what it is. And then, yeah. all of a sudden, this hammer shot me a phone call about an hour before he let the cat out of the bag, yeah. and I did a little happy dance, and yeah, that was good. <laughs> That's awesome. So you know what I mean? Did you when you looked at that MLF list and you saw you know the the, the those names that that were leaving Bass? Did you sort of? Did you sort of start to like lick your lips just a little bit, like, hmm? A little bit, but I know how this world has fishing has taken off huge, and it's yeah. a good thing for all of us. And you got to understand something: one, you know, one line leaves the den, another one shows up. So you know, I knew the competition's competition. You know, yeah. we're fishing against the fish. But, I mean, you you lick your lips a little bit, but I mean, look at the guys that are. You, you can't. You can't. Because yeah. if if you do that, you're going to take yourself out of the game right away. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm fishing against the fish. I'm fishing just as hard as I am. Like Seth said earlier, like it's a 10-boat derby versus a 150-boat open. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Now, I'll I tell you, I think um, for guys that stayed at Bass, for a lot of the guys I personally know, I think it was an amazing decision. And, and Seth, i gotta, I got to put, put, put that on you, too. I, I thought it was a great decision for you to stay at Bass. It was interesting because... There was a lot of people that couldn't believe it. They were almost in shock when they found out that you had elected to stay. You were one of the guys that did get the invite, 
you weighed your options and you said, you know what, I'm I'm staying at Bass. Was that a hard was that a hard decision? Talk about that decision for you. Uh, yeah, early on, and it was, but uh, the more I thought about it, it was just it was the right decision for me. It it felt right deep right. down inside. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I sleep good at night. Like, yeah. I don't regret anything, and um, you know, it's you know everybody's got different routes in life, and you know that that one's mine for sure. I just I felt a lot more comfortable there. I, you know, I had no bad blood with Bass, where a lot of the other guys did. Right. Um, you know, I heard a lot of stuff in the MLF meeting that made me a little uneasy, and I just felt like Bass was, you know, the proven entity and, you know, essentially the safe bet. And I just, I like everybody there. They've become a family to me. And, yeah. Uh, um, and I like the format. I like, that's how I want to fish. I mean, I grew yeah. up tournament fishing. That's just, that's how you fish, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I again, I think it was. I heard so many people say that was a bad decision, or you know, he shouldn't have did that, or this and that. And I, I think, dude, I think the guys that elected to stay think it's a great decision. You know, it's a great decision for both you guys, for your career, for your brand. Um, yeah, I think, I think it was a good move to stay. Did you feel when you were when you were still on the bubble? Did you feel strong armed at all? By Major League Fishing, because I know I heard that, and I don't. I'm not saying any names, but I heard a lot of echoing of guys said I felt strong arm. I felt forced into a corner by Major League Fishing. Did you feel any of that, or I did mean, you, or did you even... feel an obligation to go because the big name guys were going? Uh, a little bit of that. I don't know how much I can say. I mean, we signed like NDAs and stuff in the meeting. I don't know. What... Say anything. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. I mean, it felt really rushed. Yeah. Like. You know what I mean? To make a decision that big and give me 14 days, like, yeah. I mean, yeah, give me three months, you know what I mean? And that wasn't an option, so that was kind of a red flag for me. A few things I heard in there were red flags to me. Um, you know, I guess I got to go trust issues with a couple of people involved in yeah. it, and yeah. uh, I don't know. But uh, it, the worst part about it was the competition that left, you know what I mean? It it feels hard, you know, saying you're fishing against the best when you're not fishing against Kevin Van Dam and, you know, Paul and Nick and you and Lucas and all them guys. But, uh, you know, that just wasn't the place for me to be. And I think we got a lot of really talented guys at Bass. And yeah. that's still going to continue to be successful. And it's just, you know, deep down in my heart, that felt like the right thing to do. Yeah. I, I've said from day one, Pete, you remember us talking about this even before all this shit sort of hit the fan, talking about the sport needed a lightning bolt, right? It needed, it needed this thing to sort of shake it up and change it a little bit. D- do you feel like there's positive ripple effects of what happened, though? Because I know, I, I know already from Bass's standpoint, they've had a meeting with you guys. They're creating an advisory board. It seems like there's a lot of positive changes happening at Bass. Yeah. Do you, do you think that was a result of all this? Oh, happening? definitely, definitely. Without that happening, we'd have just been. The same we were doing the last few years or however long. I, you know, I've only been doing it for a handful of years, but I'm sure it would have stayed the same. So it was nice to, you know, you know, revive a bunch of stuff there. The only, the only issue I see with it, um, I feel like we kind of took a step backwards in adding a third circuit to um, a professional sport, if that's what we want to call it. Yeah. I mean, I feel it is. Maybe it's not, but you know what I mean? You don't have three different NFLs, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, if anything were to happen, like, I'd have rather seen Bass and FLW merge rather than add an MLF. Right. You know what I mean? Because yeah. that's great for non-industry sponsors, but, like, as far as the Rapalas in the world go, you know, the Daiwas, places like that, their budget's this big, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not gaining an extra third because you started right. a new circuit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So now you just... Mm-hmm. spread the money out even thinner in my eyes versus where I, I feel like I feel like we took a step backwards in that sense adding a third circuit right rather than taking the two that were there and making them one I feel like that would have made it the true you know this is the professional level right here yeah you know what I mean yeah I'd agree with that Pete we've always said from day one there needs to be one giant circuit for this sport to truly 
you know, be a true, true professional sport. I think that still needs to happen one day. I, I think, I think so too. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I think you're right in the, and let, let's be op, try to be optimistic about what's going on is in the short term, you're right. It's going to spread the, the revenue, split it, you know, three ways now. Um, I think MLF's plan is to grow the sport so that eventually that money, there's more people watching and there's more money, more revenue. You know, but it's unknown. It's unknown yeah. whether that can happen. Yeah. yeah, and it depends. Like I feel like they're really catering to the people that have never watched a fishing tournament. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that's what they're going after. And it's like, dude, I'm an NFL fan. Hardcore. I love the Vikings. That's great and all. Like I'm not buying the same cleats Stefan Diggs wears because I yeah. don't play football. Yeah, right. <laughs> I love to watch it. Yeah. yeah, same deal with like the deadliest catch. Yeah, it's an awesome show. Everybody watches it. Who's buying crab boats? Yeah. Well, just to let you know, Dave Brodzik is wearing this jockstrap for that football player just mentioned. <laughs> is he? Because he just likes the it's smell signed. of it. Okay. Yeah, he just likes to put it in his Well, nose. I'm just saying, like, I feel like those up-and-coming tournament anglers, dicka, those dicka, club dicka. guys, those team guys, that's, like, your best demographic as far as endemic sponsors go. You know what I mean? Those are the guys going out buying $200 rods and reels, buying 15, 20 crankbaits yeah. versus, I mean, a guy that's never watched a fishing tournament, yeah, you can sell them beef jerky. You can sell him a truck, maybe some tires or something, but I don't think he's running down to the store and buying six Daiwa rods and reels right. and a hundred right. crankbait pl- or right. rappel of plugs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a good way to look sure. at it. That's a good way to look at it. Is uh in your dealings and you you too? I guess this question goes to you guys. A ton of guys went over to MLF. Have you, are you sensing any regrets from any of those guys? Have they come to you and saying? Man, I, I got pressured into it. I, I wished I hadn't made that decision. Uh, I, haven't, I don't really have a lot of contact with the guys over there, I, and I haven't asked them those kinds of questions. Um, I don't know. I, I, I do know that after that classic in Knoxville that some of those guys are going to be driving away and might think a little different when it's, they know it's the last Bassmasters Classic you ever fished. All right. That is a, that is That's huge. Good point, Bassmaster right Classic's there. a hard hard thing to replace. That's for sure. It's you know? it's the World Series. Yeah. There's there's one of them. It, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can bail the whatever you want, but it's yeah. it's the World Championship. Yeah. I mean, it's... It's why most of us got into this sport yeah. in the first place. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you won one. You know what yeah. it's like. I mean, I, that's like... I don't yeah. even know. I mean, I can only imagine, I, but like... Yeah, I mean, I can tell you, it, for a lot of those younger guys that had to make that decision, you know, um, especially for the guys that haven't won an elite event, haven't won an angle of the year, haven't won a classic, I wouldn't want to be them making that decision. That's a yeah. super, super tough decision because when, yeah, you're right. When I was young, they were my, they were my aspirations to win those things. That was your number one goal. Number yeah. one goal. Oh, you yeah. know. So think about those guys. Think about, you know, Polinick, you know. He's won an AOY but has never won a classic. Think about Lucas. He's won an AOY but never won a classic. But the list goes on and on. You look at those guys, especially those young guys. I'm talking to guys that have 5, 10, 15, 20 years left in their career. Mm-hmm. They might never win one. That's tough, right. man. It's got to be tough to swallow. It's got to be tough. Well, you know, some of the names that you mentioned, just to take the pressure off a little bit, we don't know what's going to happen, especially you guys. You guys are young. You know what I mean? There's Who knows what's going to happen? You know right. what I mean? You can't predict the future, totally. Right. They, there may be a merger. You know, Bass may be the – everybody might wind up going back or who knows Who knows what's going to happen. There's yeah. there's time. Yeah. There's time to win that classic, guys. Yeah. Hang the, in there. Hang in there. Yeah. <laughs> hang in there. We're not, not you guys. guys. We're not worried. We got it. We're, we're not worried. We, we're, 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 our goal is still the same. Here's your next AOI and Classic Champ right, right here on Wouldn't the couch. that be amazing? Oh, my God. <laughs> Imagine double, double. this year. Holy cow. Pat Renwick. Could Boom. Happen. Pat, too. Yeah, yeah. you could win the Classic. Who the Classic Pat? of uh, broadcast. It could happen. Dave, you got yes. something back there? Are, we, are you ready to change all of this, or are you still, are we still talking about the, <laughs> Oh, okay. We can, no, we can change. it's funny. No, let's change. So earlier we were talking about, uh, we were talking about you know, facial hair, and I'm going to tell you the statement, then I'm going to tell you who posted it. It said, ask about me. Screw the facial hair, and that was Chris Groh's back hair. 
Oh! <laughs> wow! That's that. That's like it's like a seal. Is it wow. thick? <laughs> Not really, but it's it, you'll see it like beads water. Like I can, like I can swim super fast. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to dry off when you get out of the pool. No, no, you uh, won't have to get dude, my back. Dude, if you're ever in anything. trouble in the water, you want Chris around yes. to come get you. No, I have a butterfly that's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> Pam Anderson, no. <laughs> I love her. Oh my god, I love it. I'm in. You're in. Dave, do you have something else? Because I think I, there's too much seriousness going on, Pete. No. I think it's time. Oh god. Are we ready? Are we? I think it's time. You want to do, do the fishbowl? Yeah. yeah. We'll, be for, we'll be here for. We'll be here till midnight. Do it. All right. So we're gonna do. Uh, everybody watching at home right now, you know, games are a big part of the show, Pete. And, uh, you know, on the casting couch, normally we do, we have some, some stereotypical stuff that we do. But tonight, we're mixing it up for the first time, and we're going to go around the room, and we're going to play the Ike Live fishbowl game. Nice. Pete? Is this a Pat Renwick inspired no, game? It's not. No, we actually have a Pat, we have a Pat game show happening in the third segment. I, maybe, maybe. I think. I, I hope. I hope. Uh, but this is a brand new game here at Ike Live. And basically what we're going to do, Pete, is we've got a bunch of questions handwritten by uh, members of the crew here tonight and also by some random people that we selected in the audience and also some fan questions that came through. We've compiled them in to the Ike Live Fishbowl. We're going to mix them up. We're going to pass it around, and we're going to select a question. And when you pull that question, guys, you know the rule on the casting couch. You have to tell the truth. Can't lie. What you, you can't answer it. You truth? have to answer it very truthfully. That's all I got. You have to you have to look back in your past, whatever the question is, and you have to answer that question. Even if it violates an NDA. Uh, we'll talk about that at the time. Okay. And here we go. We've we've got tons. Brian, how many are in here? I want to say fifty questions. Fifty. Fifty. Doesn't look like fifty. I'm going to say thirty questions. <laughs> And uh, and we're gonna start on the couch and we're gonna pass it around the room. All right. And uh, Pat, go ahead Boy. first. So I'm picking one, reading it, and answering it myself. That's right. Okay. You're gonna pick one out. Okay. Going right on top. That's right. I want you to pick that out. Okay. I want you to read the question live with your eyes. Oh with God. your eyes and give us an actual, real answer. Truth. Wow. Answer. And 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 the first Ike Live fishbowl question is: Do you think? That DC and Wheeler spoon the night before a derby. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who put that one in there? <laughs> Do I think that DC and Wheeler um, spoon the night before a derby? Um, no, but I think. Wait, who's DC? Uh, isn't that uh, Canal? Dustin Canal. Right. Okay. Okay. I didn't know. Um, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think that they spoon, but I do think that they order cuddle. one milk or cuddle. Cuddle, probably. Cuddle. It says spoon. no, but I know. But okay, they, they don't. They don't cuddle. What they do is they order one milkshake and get two straws. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what they do. Good answer. Right. Tear that one up. That's easy. Done. Yeah. Okay. All right, Chris, you're next. That's it. That was enlightening. <laughs> that was enlightening. Wow. Don't walk by their room. I'm telling you. Unless you have a straw. All right. Okay, second Ike Live fishbowl question. Oh, my gosh. Is. Oh, that's easy. Chris? Oh, God. Yeah. If Mike were a girl, what would his name be? <laughs> it's simple. Are we just talking Mike Iconelli or just Mike in general? Mike Iconelli. I don't know. Who wrote that question? Uh, Is that yours, Pete? No. You can't I, tell. It's got to be. It's it, a girl's handwriting. It's got, yeah, it's got to be definitely. Becky's. Yeah, it's Michelle. Michelle, thank, thank you. I, I would have said the same thing. Michelle. How Good about job, Daffodil? Daffodil. I like that. Daffodil. Daffodil. That my nickname. All right, go on. All right, third Ike Live fishbowl question of the night. Look, look at Seth. He's actually selecting. Yeah, it his looked own like question. a couple of those I wrote. So I, I'm trying to get one that I did write. Yeah, definitely one you don't write. Third Worst one. first date. Oh! Oh, man, I didn't do a whole lot of that. Worst first date. I mean, I got a funny one with my... Worst date. I don't know, man. I wasn't like... I didn't do a lot of like date dates, you know? It was more... It's when just... you worked in the strip club, too. Meet you at the Forest Preserve after. No, I was just kind of like <laughs> hang out, parties, and then, you know... 
You need smooth talk, a lady. Oh, <laughs> I will say I, I did get bamboozled on the first date with my wife. Her friend set me up with her and uh, made me take her to a uh, restaurant way above my pay grade. Wow! Um, for our first date, <laughs> the so. fix was in. Yeah, <laughs> I got I got bamboozled on that <laughs> one. <laughs> Uh, like spent half my entry fee money on dinner, you know what I mean? Like I had to think about jumping in the Wednesday night or not that next week, you know what I mean? Awesome. It, was, it was rough. It was totally yeah. thinking about it too while you're doing it. it all yeah, out. I'll have a salad. You're. All- <laughs> I, I just drank water. I just drank water. Not hungry. Do you have, do you have any croutons? <laughs> any, any free mints? A plate of croutons. <laughs> Dave, Dave's looking at me because that happened a day before, didn't it? Why are you looking at me like that, Dave? That happened to you? I'm waiting for you to pick your one. That's oh, oh. I can only I can only see you. Oh. Oh, I hope somebody grabs mine. I have oh mine. God, I right. hope so too. The fourth Ike Live fishbowl question of the night is Peak Lusick. What is the name you give your penis? <laughs> <laughs> wow. What is the name you give your penis? <laughs> Peter Potamus. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Pete. Is it repeat? That question makes me uncomfortable. (laughs) 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 Big Dick Nick. (laughs) Pete's favorite Wawa. Man, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I I don't name it. Italian beef. Come on, you have to give it a name. Come on. on. Ah, the Kabasi. <laughs> oh my god, that's outstanding. Dave's shaking his head because you stole Dave's name. <laughs> We're getting t shirts made. Uh oh. Fifth. I got fishbowl question tonight. What? <laughs> what is Mike's belly's Mike's belly named? What oh. is bu- Mike's belly yeah, name? Name for your belly. Yep, it's Bertha. <laughs> there she goes. Ooh. Nice. Ooh. <laughs> Holy shit. That's a record for you. It is. It's Bertha. I love you, Bertha. Uh, I love you. Is that Pierce? It's just belly button. It's a power worm. It's a power worm in there. As if we thought a turtleneck couldn't get any worse. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going, we're, we're going full circle here. We've got to go around for another Again? round. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. What about oh, these guys? What about these guys? Right. I'm going to bring them to that. All right. We're going back. You're right. You're Give right. me one. I'm in town. You guys are You're right. Oh, God. Here You're we right. go. They're not getting out of this shit. Damn it. Seems He's fair. Oh, I hope someone All right. They're going to. Right, Brian, if we do them all, somebody will. All right. <laughs> Put, that one, Put that one back. Sh- shake it around. All right. Of the people Pete put to sleep tonight, how many... <laughs> how many what? Oh, that's not good. What? How many were suicides? Your mic's right on the mic. Of the Pete... Of the you have to read another one for crying out. What the hell? It said... It said, we of heard the people <laughs> Pete put to sleep tonight, how many were suicides? Oh, <laughs> right. I hope I hope none. Go Guys, hang none. in there. <laughs> Between zero and one. Oh, zero and one. All right, Dave, pluck one out of there. This is why I don't get picked don't for uh, FLW or MLF jobs. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm being asked, why is Chris Grohl always smiling? Was that a question or was that on the IM? Oh, that was a question. Wow. Oh, God. Who's going to answer that? That's a good one. Maybe Chris should answer that. I ain't answering that. (laughs) Because he spoons with Seth when he's on the road? (laughs) No. no. He's too skinny for me. I like him big. No, I I don't even. I mean, who who wrote that question? Like, couldn't you get a little more. uh... I already forgot the question. Jesus. Alright, next, uh, next question. Me again? Back. Yes. We're going, oh, we're going around, around, one more around time. again. We're going around one more time. This Are you sure? We're going around one more time. <laughs> What's Pete's other penis? Alright. <laughs> Pat, the question oh is. Oh my fucking god. Question is. Oh god. And remember, you can't lie. So I got a fishbowl question is. 
How many Ninja Turtles has Charlie Evans been in? <laughs> what do you mean in? <laughs> I, well, I, I think what they mean is the costume. Oh, uh, shit. The Charlie, because whenever we go to the cup, we always see uh, Charlie Evans does the Ninja Turtle. Oh, yes. got the Ninja Turtle rap. So how many okay. Ninja Turtles are there, my friend Chris? Four. Four. So I would say he's been in four Ninja Turtles. There you go. That's true. <laughs> Thank correct. You. Great answer. That's correct. Thank you. Chris? Oh. I'm a game show guy. Come on. Come on. Get, get me. Right. <laughs> like, I, like I fishbowl question is? Oh, God. Here we go. Uh-oh. Here it goes. Oh, God. All right. Why didn't Major League Fishing call Scott Martin? Wow. <laughs> Wow. What's wow. Wow. I want to know the answer to that. I do want to know the answer to that. His dad being a jag? Probably. Oh. Yeah, probably. I think his dad got him out of that. Yeah, I guarantee it. I mean, he doesn't follow short behind it, but what I'm saying is, you know what I'm saying? I guarantee you that that's just how it went down. So, Come on. I love Roland. Oh, Roland don't like me. We got a nice fight in the water before. Oh. It was a great time. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He cut me off. I'm putting a like a three-pound spot at Smith in the live well, and he cut me off. Like, laid down, coming on plane, lays down right in front of me. While I'm putting the fish in the live well, I turn around, I'm like, dude, what's up? And I put my hand up. He's, like, waving to me like I'm going to, like, he wants, you know, like, I want to come over for an autograph. I'm like, no, dude, <laughs> you cut me off. Whoa. What happened? Your tires would get slashed on the chain if you did that <laughs> at the ramp. Wow. <laughs> well, and then what happened? Nothing. Wow. I, I, no, actually, I, actually, I actually started up the motor. Put on plane, went back around him and stopped in front of him and kept fishing. Yes. Right, you're Chris Grohl. Oh, another, yeah. Yeah. But it was great, though. I caught like a 14-inch on a buzz bait right in front of him. No. Didn't Did he leave? No. He, no, he thought you were Serpico. He's waving me again. Like, he's lost, dude. He's like lost more than I was on a you know a senior trip somewhere. I, I think he's playing. I think he's playing that car. You know? I think he's pre- I think he's playing that card. Good, that he's good seen job. Out, oh know? no, he does he's play that sneaky. card. He did. Yeah. He thought that that yeah. was cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he's been around. All right, Ike Live fishbowl question. Set fighter. Is Eric's quaff natural or is it a strap-on quaff? Strap-on quaff. I don't know if there's such things as strap-on quaff. It's, <laughs> it's definitely not natural, no, though. Not. I mean, I feel like he puts work into it. Yeah, when when Eric wakes up in the morning, he he dedicates thirty to forty five minutes of his morning routine <laughs> to quaffing. Quality quaffing. Yeah. I I mean, it's it's what ten o'clock at night and it's still quaffing. Yeah. <laughs> he puts a wig on and it's still quaffing. Yeah. Still. Quaffing. He couldn't even hide it under a wig. It's got a mind of its own. Can't hide it under a hood. Can't hide it under a hat. Um. Good answer. Wow. That's it's like the it growth on Peter Griffin's shoulder when it kept talking. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We have a picture of Serpico. That is oh. Chris. Chris! There it is. Yeah. Chris! That's Hell yeah. Sure. Wow. Son of a bitch. Look at that. <laughs> I like that. Wow. That was close. <laughs> Some production gone on. Good job, Serpico. Brian. Serpico. 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 All right, Pete. We're uh, almost done this silly game. I'm scared. Come on. Oh, God. I hope we get the good one. What's the strongest thing you ever, the strangest thing you ever ate? Ooh. Ooh. You ever ate? Ostrich. 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 Okay. Ooh. We had it on the, on the last show. We did. Yeah. That's right. Ostrich. Okay. Hold on. That's one of my. <laughs> huh? right. That's what the question is. Get a good right? one, Mike. You've been getting the easy <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Timmy Horton coffee, yay or nay? Nay. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Is that the restaurant? Uh, yeah. yeah. Tim Hortons. Tim Horton. Coffee. Yeah, you're, you're, like, not, you're not drinking it. Nah, yet. Dunkin' uh, Donuts, Wawa, I don't need that shit. Wawa. <laughs> Ooh. Who is more likely to succeed, FLW Bass or MLF? Oh, Brian Carpenter. Good uh, question, Andrew. Well, Bass is already there. I'll take Bass. Ooh. It's a short thing. Wow. Okay. Plus, I know guys bass. at Bass. Nobody at MLF wants to talk to me, so. Yeah. 
Go back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dave Brodzik, last pull of the night from the Ike Live Fishbowl. Give us the story of the worst hotel you ever stayed at. Ooh. Wow, Bros. So I'm going to go with the uh, the Bell Alton oh! in Maryland. Potomac River Cat Hotel. Uh, it is a place that cat hotel. It, it, it's about 20 miles away from all of the $180 a night rooms. Mm-hmm. And it's barely half of that, you know, and, and it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's one level, it's the ones that are just, uh, strip, and there's probably about 700 stray cats that have housing <laughs> built by the owners. There's not a mouse or a chipmunk in sight. You know, and the whole... stirring. Yeah. There's, not you know, even a mouse or a chipmunk. Char- everyone charges their boats out back, and there's just cats everywhere fighting. The smell of cat urine is oh. everywhere. Oh, yeah. I mean, the rooms aren't too bad, but when you go into the lobby, the lobby looks like a hoarder's, like a newspaper hoarder. Yeah. There's like 6,000 newspapers yeah. just stacked, man. Right. It's bizarre. And we, like, that would be the worst place. And we wouldn't stay anywhere else. Shout out, yeah. Bell Shout out to Bell Alton. We love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for all the good years. Appreciate you guys. <laughs> By the way, I won a, I won an FLW event on the Potomac when I stayed at Bell Alton. So shout good out luck. to Bell Alton. Did they put mints on one. your pillow? That one right there? Nice. Woohoo! Look at there. Bell Alton, there's your check. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't cashed it yet either. It's not. I'd have a child cashed it. I didn't need it to. <laughs> hey, Mike, before we get too far away from the Roland Martin fight. Yes. Um, oh, boy. Oh, John Daly wants to know, Seth, about your fight with Edwin. Uh, I mean, it wasn't much of a fight. Ooh. Uh, uh, well, he just. Edwin's very combative on the water. Very, the very problem was I was a rookie and nervous. If that would happen this year, I would have ran him out of there. Yeah. You know what I mean? How did uh, it go down? Well, um, yeah. Uh, all right, it's <laughs> my rookie year, St. Lawrence River. I got it. <laughs> made the 12 cut, my first one ever, like, jacked. And uh, there's one spot me and Edwin were fishing. And he was leading the tournament. He's got, like, a pretty good three, four, five, six-pound lead or something. I'm like, dude, you can have it. Like, I'm not even going to go by you. i got this other deal I'm working on. I'm just going to stay on that. You have this, whatever. And, uh, um, anyways, there was this one little spot where there's a bunch of big ones shallow, but super, super hard to catch them. Um, so I had this other little deal where I was going to just go catch a limit quick, and then I was going to go sit on these big ones till. I had to weigh in if I caught one, cool, two, three, four, maybe five of them, even better, you know what I mean? Problem is, I'd been fishing that spot all week, and another competitor had literally idled by me three different times while I was fighting a fish on that spot. Um, he also happened to, was in the day three weigh-in line, he calls Edwin over, you know, or Sam I had stage, and you can still, like, get info until... The weigh-in's over, over, whatever. Officially so over, yeah. he calls Edwin over, and I see him whispering to each other. I'm like, whatever. Didn't think much of it, you know what I mean? And then, so I go to go start on that limit spot, and then I come back to that spot, and I come around the corner, and all I see is like boats sitting everywhere, camera, Edwin sitting right on it. I've been there for three days, like he hasn't even been driven near it. Is you this know the what bridge I mean? spot? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I pull on there, I'm like. You know, I'm a rookie, like, I don't, he's leading the tournament, like, he's got the camera on him, and I'm like, they're gonna make me look like an asshole if I pull in here, nobody knows me, you know what I mean? So I just, like, I kinda, like, start to pull up, I'm like, is there room for two here? And then he, like, gets all mad, he's like, uh, I'm like, whatever, dude, I just left, and, uh, um, that was that, so. That was it. But I don't, I don't even know if he knew that he, like, jacked my hole, because it was, like, another guy that gave him my hole. Right. And it was like, just really, like, I don't know, rub me the wrong way. It's like, if you're going to give them something, give them your stuff. Yeah. Right. Don't be like, oh, there's another guy in the top 12. I haven't seen him catch him here. If you run out of fish, go there. That's like, ridiculous. You know what I mean? That's yeah. shady, man. Yeah, totally. Oh, yeah. Let me ask you this. I won't, I won't ask any names, but the guy that gave him that spot, yeah. whether he knew you, it was yours or not, is he fishing bass or MLF? Bass. Wow. Mm. Mm. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Did you ever talk to him about it? No. They know about it now. Yeah, they do. They do. They're watching. You know they're watching. Yeah, good. I don't care. If you're watching it, 
That was dirty. Oh, I that was dirty. dirty. I guarantee yeah. Roland's dirty, watching, dirty. too. Dirty pool. I'll be getting phone joke. calls all the oh, yeah. time. Roland's watching. 100%. He watches every show and he smells farts. He loves yeah. it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He loves it. <laughs> it's a true story. I heard that. That is a true story. Uh, Brian Carpenter. Yes. I was going to say, it's totally up to you. I would like to take a break. Yep. Let's refill our beverages. Yep. When we come back, listen to me, guys. We're not done yet. we got a whole other segment. When we come back... We're going to be talking to Pat Renwick. Yes. We're going to do an MTB unboxing. Yes. We're going to do a game show, I hope. And, yes. Pete, tonight we're going to end the show with another crank call. Yeah, let's take some more phone yes. calls. Too yes, and we'll take some phone calls as well. We're going to end the this show with a crank fun. call. Uh, ah. Hang in there with us <laughs> when we come back. More Ike Life. Yeah. Woo. Woo-hoo. Oh, hush. No. Watch your set. Whoa, watch your set there. Come on. Close. I got them close. No teeth in. Hold my arms up tight. Oh, all right, ready? One, two, three. Surprise! Oh, oh yes! Yes! Woo! Yes! 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 Mystery Tackle Box is the perfect gift for the fishing fanatic in your life. It's a monthly box filled with some of the most innovative fishing gear on the market, hand-selected by industry professionals. Check out all the different options available at mysterytacklebox.com. Hey, everybody. Mike Iaconelli here. I love fishing this time of the year. It's cold. It's winter. It's snowing. But if you want to prevent the buildup of ice... Use real snot. Every time I'm fishing this time of the year, I put a couple squirts on all my guides, especially the tip, before I start casting. Try that tip when you're fishing under these cold conditions, and you're going to catch more fish. See you later. There's a special place in our hearts for the tools of the trade. They're what we prep for a good day on the water. They're what we clean after a good day in the field. Flambeau's patented Z-Rust technology protects the gear of today from rust and corrosion. Z-Rust, for the performance of tomorrow. Preserve. Perform. Repeat. You work hard to catch your fish. TH Marine has two products to ensure your fish survive. The Oxygenator injects 100% pure oxygen into your live well. That increases fish survival by 35%. For the perfect combo, add G-Juice Live Well Treatment. It calms fish, stops bleeding, removes ammonia, and replaces slime coat. Get an Oxygenator and G-Juice and keep your fish alive. 